Welcome to Tech Bytes with TechNext. Here, we bring to you a brief roundup of everything exciting about the tech space across Africa and indeed the entire globe. From startup announcements to new inventions and the latest buzz boosts on the social space, we will be sharing industry important highlights and exploring the news within the news. We will also be bringing industry experts to share opinions about major news for the week. And most importantly, watch out for our exciting future for this week. We are sure it will be an exciting session you won't want to miss. Let us begin. Yeah, what's up, people? What's up, Lagos? You're welcome to Tech Byte with Tech Next. Um, my name is David Afalayo. I'm your host today, and I have with me our foundational tech bro. <laughs> nice. Tech bro, Dami, how are you doing? Huh? Very fine. Good morning. Good yeah, morning, good Lagos. Morning. Thank good you morning. for having me. You <laughs> <laughs> sounded like live Mohammed. Okay. Um, so today we'll, we'll be bringing you exciting updates from the tech space in Nigeria and across Africa, and indeed the entire globe. Um, this week has been super busy, especially for me. Um, it has been busy in the tech space too. I don't know, Dami. Has this week been busy for you? Yeah, it has. It has, it has been super, super busy. Uh, it's been it's been a long week. I mean, lots of activities and lots of things to be done. Yeah, no. And this week, delivery guy stressed me in Lagos very well. <laughs> <laughs> and Lagos is quite stressful because of the new security of the new security and um, the new rules, rules left and right, blocked and all of that. Yeah, but, but we are here. I mean, last last. Now we are living. We fine. <laughs> yep. So, guys, stick with us on this podcast because we are going to be taking you around the world of tech in ten minutes. We're going to be talking about uh, tech stories that have made the round this week, and at the end, we'll be having a conversation with someone who is very deep in the crypto space mm, to share nice. with us insights about things that are not very clear to many people. We started this conversation last week. We're speaking with Jonathan, and yeah, today we're yeah. going to be speaking with someone that is also. Having an exciting perspective about this, space. so stick with us to get the juice. I want to know what's up with to my money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's go around the world of tech in ten minutes. Now to the first news: Elon Musk and the Chronicle of Twitter bots. Mm. Elon Musk is 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 daddy saying he's, he's moving. <laughs> so Twitter CEO Elon Musk, I mean Tesla CEO. I'm already calling him Twitter. <laughs> Tesla CEO Elon Musk on Tuesday. I said that this deal to buy Twitter might not move forward because the company shows some cannot show a proof that uh, nice. the accounts that are on on its platform are, are that are bought are less than five percent. Um, following that, um, there had been some explanation by the CEO um, Awal Paraga that um, the the actual number is less than five percent, and Twitter is consistently updating but their users' base. But um, this has brought in a lot of conversations. Uh, though Elon Musk has reassured that he's committed to the deal, but uh, we, they need to talk about the value once again. Um, <laughs> so, what do you think about it? I think it's it's basically business, to be honest. It's it's just people trying to. I mean, on that sell and on that call and on that buy and all those things. It's it's basically business because Musk is saying about twenty percent. So so you, so you think Musk does not have a doesn't really have a point with now going back on on. on yeah, I think it. I mean, if you want to get a business, I expected that you probably should have done your due diligence and all those things. And before you even bid mm. and say, okay, I want to buy it for this. I mean, mm. you saw the value. You already got papers. It was a shareholder, right? So you yeah. had some access to some things. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, now he now knows that okay. There, there was even this account that did like a like a routine check on Elon Musk's account itself and said like seventy percent or thereabouts of his um, followers are bots. Wow. Yeah, that's huge. Like, is this seventy million? Like seventy percent? One of the two, yeah. Wow. Said wow. are bots, and wow. and that's massive. Like, wow. very massive. It's wow. actually true. It's very wow. massive. Well, so. I, I know the Twitter team has insisted that they will go on with the deal and mm-hmm. they will go on at that price. Yeah. So whatever Elon Musk thinks. The deal is still on the table. I mean, and he has to pay now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the second story that we'll be looking at today is back to Nigeria. Um, Africa tech-enabled mobility company, GIGM, mm-hmm. got its good mobility, has announced the appointment of Enaro Kai as the chief executive officer. Um, 
this is this is interesting one good news of transition See, so one um, ceo is handing over to, to another um and now is taking over from the founder's son um chidi ajari who remains the ceo of the group holding company Gritman legend i mean Dami, what do you think about it? I think it's massive. It's and it's also interesting. He's been there for 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 years now. For years, yes. Um, yes. Maybe ten years. Yes. Yeah. Quite around that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and at every point, I, I I think transition is actually very good. Mm. So he he goes on to to oversee the bigger things and 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 oversee better things too. Mm. So so yeah, it's it's good that every distinct as 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 their own CEOs yeah. and CMOs now. Because I know. Great man legend has lots of companies, portfolio companies. Yes, yeah. great man has GIGM, GIGL, GIGX, and yeah, a couple of other, other, other brands. It's exciting that a brand that is as big and strong as this is is doing a transition and bringing in someone who is not like a family member. So the trend mm, we've always seen in Nigeria is yeah. when people want to leave, they either hand over to, to their brother, son. to their wife, to their son-in-law, whatever. But this shows that there is a structure in place that that a new person could run with and subsequently other people who have who have who have some stakeholding in the company either by affiliation by work experience or by shares could 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 run i i think that that's the way to go actually too because yeah if companies that succeed is not by i know this person or not it's by who can do it actually so fantastic fantastic now the next news um rwanda is is, is in the news again for, for, for the good news so rwanda is getting a new one billion dollars innovation hub um this is in a partnership with the united nations development program um they are, they are creating a new financing hub i mean it's a very technical process bringing one billion yeah, and a, a couple of african startups are going to benefit from this uh, but is is in rwanda and that is the news <laughs> why, why not Nigeria? Why not Ghana? I think it it has to do with the regulatory landscape. Okay, Nigeria's regulatory landscape is is like Nepal. But what we are losing it's ever money. shifting. <laughs> yeah, it's ever shifting now. Today, this government is saying there's the next. There's it's, it's almost like there's no continuity in the plan. Mm-hmm. Everybody is trying to trying to bid for themselves and trying to make something for themselves. So everybody is continually being greedy and doing things. So th- I guess that's why they chose Rwanda. I mean, over the last couple of years, Rwanda have been consistent in Rwanda being a big tech hub. Yeah. And yeah, there are regulations and everything has been going towards that space. So, I mean, it's no brainer that people are doing that. Even Twitter, when they came to Africa, they didn't launch in Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, Rwanda is, is really doing well, like you said. Yeah, um, I are. know Rwanda hosts major events like Tech Summit and the GSME Mobile 360 Africa. Um, we also know that Andela moved from Nigeria, Nigeria to, Rwanda. to Rwanda in 2018. And the first smartphone to be developed in Africa, the Mara is Rwanda, phone, yeah. is in Rwanda. Well, that's that's massive and i think like 1000 startups will benefit from this 1 billion thing right yes so, yes that's yes, a lot yes that's a lot yes guys 1 billion is on the table <laughs> all right um to like our final news netflix netflix is in the news again this time around Somewhere. netflix is laying off 150 employees yeah that's mad <laughs> <laughs> oh well, it's i don't know but Everybody has been cutting back, yeah. And this is, but this is a massive number, actually, one fifty. I mean, I'm just trying to imagine this ripple effect of that, like one fifty persons, hundreds of families, maybe thousands of people have already been affected as it yeah. is. And so, so, so that's that's not Netflix's first layoff, to be honest. Um, Netflix had, had done some layoffs. Yeah, I think last month they laid off like ten or something contractors yes, and full-time yeah, employees. Yes, now they are laying yes, off one fifty. Yes, uh, Netflix has lost some numbers. And yeah, there was a dip in their revenue this quarter. And subscribers too. They've also yes. been looking at other money-making avenues. I mean, talking about ads in, inside the this thing yeah. and also stopping people sharing sharing accounts. I mean, accounts. they want to really monetize that process because, especially for economically undeveloped areas. Africa, Again, yeah. no, just one person has a Netflix account, oh, wow. and like your mm-hmm. community is watching it. Right bullet. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so Netflix, Netflix is um trying to 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 curtail that. Um, though Netflix is saying that the people that were laid off, that has nothing to do with their performance. Uh, but um, 
just business just business i mean it's not it's not showing good and the forecast forecast shows that there, will uh, be more. there might be more uh, so guys take oh, out Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, imagine imagine saying I just, I guys, I just joined Netflix on Twitter yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> boom, today you received fact, that was one of the criticisms Netflix received because some of the people that were laid off when you guys oh wow. So like you brought the guy and the guy has resigned from one one company and all of a sudden you realize you don't need him again. Oh more. Yeah, they did. <laughs> God I beg. <laughs> God have mercy. <laughs> All right. So uh, uh, a bonus announcement. Google has uh, announced um, a new a new fund. This is the second edition Shun. of Google Startups for Black Founders uh, BFF. Um, and application now is now open. Last year Google gave out three million dollars. And this mm-hmm. year, Google is increasing it to four million dollars, and uh, we knew that over twenty-six startups from Nigeria, Nigeria joined, yeah, got yeah. part of the three million dollars last year. So, this is an opportunity for you to go out there and apply. You can see the link on on Technet. Technet, yeah, you're going to have that. And I'm looking for sixty. So, if you be you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, thank you guys. That that's the word of tech in 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 ten minutes. We hope you enjoyed. Uh, we spent less than 10 minutes after. actually come on come on give us some work all right so now to the conversation of the day we promise that we're going to be having a conversation an exciting one for that matter and uh, we're going to be talking about still in the winter of cryptocurrency come like on. The, the, the breakfast has not finished <laughs> the breakfast has not finished. the deep has not ended yeah so so our, our topic for today is now that we're still in the winter of cryptocurrency, what should we expect? Rather, what yeah. should we do? Mm-hmm. All right. So we'll be speaking with um, Osamedi Aomunde, the COO of GIGX. GIGX is one exciting crypto platform that you should check out. Um, and so we know a few days ago, the prices of, of crypto went significantly down because yeah. of this. Uh, we just saw the word terror. Luna, US, UST trending, and we know crypto has and Dokuan. I was that guy's name, <laughs> Dokuan. Yeah, when I saw Dokuan, I, I thought about Squid Games. I was like, oh, <laughs> Okay, yeah, 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 that's true. <laughs> I thought about Squid Games. So, so there, there had been very, we had, we had someone explain that to us during the course of last week, but it's quite a technical process. So, mm-hmm. so uh, selling Bitcoin to, to boost the boost value, the value of, the, of the UST and the whole algorithm uh, and everything thing. and everything. And so US Bitcoin was significantly impacted. So we are going to have a summit here, explain mm-hmm. some of it these does. things to us. How does it work? Most importantly, how do we know this is not going to happen again? And if it's going to happen, what, um, do? what do we do? What do we even do right now? Should we sell? Especially. Should we hold? <laughs> <laughs> Should we buy? And all of that. So just a brief oh, uh, introduction. Um, Osamede is um, the COO of, of GIGX, like I said. He's responsible for the firm's business strategy and operation. And is a key partner in building strong relationships with the business community across Africa. I must tell you, uh, Osamede was at a conference 2021 yeah, yeah it was and i can tell you that he has deep insight into the cryptocurrency market and he's an early investor in that space so he has participated in very a, a number of well-known blockchain pro, uh, projects and is an advisor to a couple of many others so sure. they're going to be having a conversation with the don um <laughs> you're welcome on board Osamide. can you hear us good morning lagos and okay so so first can you just explain to us in in the language we can understand, what's responsible for for the for the cra- uh, crash of, of cryptocurrencies generally, the price crash? <laughs> so, so I've got to be very honest. When I hear people say all oh, things like price crash, it just is. I find it a bit funny. Um, <laughs> so those things where a lot of times I think it's very important for people to uh, not look at a story from the middle of the story we need to look at the story from the beginning of the story it's almost like the idea behind text versus context right okay. so if you look at the idea that i mean in the past five years cryptocurrencies have gone from or at bitcoin particular from thousand dollars average to even current price of thousand. i i'm sure most people would not call that a crash 
right? Uh, so, <laughs> but technically speaking, looking at the highs from 60,000 to, to 30,000, and I can understand why the, the fear is there and the panic is there. Um, well, so, so, so the first thing I want to say is that we have to understand that Bitcoin and cryptocurrency assets are mm -hmm. early stage technology. That, that's the first thing, early stage technology. Now, it, it, and a lot of times, I think this is the best way I can explain it, that volatility is the price you pay for the sort of returns you could get from a volatile asset. So if you think mm -hmm. about a, maybe um, I'll say a tree growing, right? Mm -hmm. When it's still in its infancy, the tree is still in, the winds can blow it and it could pretty much die. It could be blown away quite easily, right? Mm -hmm. Same tree, give it another 10 years, 20 years, it becomes this solid, I don't know, oak, oak tree and wind blows. It, can, it barely just moves, it's, it's there, it's strong, it's constant. I think it's very important that we look at early stage technologies just like that. It doesn't matter if it's Bitcoin. I mean, go look at the history of uh, Amazon, look at the history of uh, Apple, look at the history of Microsoft. In their early stage, there were so many times they had signs that they could possibly go bankrupt. Hmm. There were so many times where they were hit with so much volatility that investors thought that probably this was the end. It's funny because, um, Jeff Bezos posted a, a picture yesterday, I think on Twitter, talking about when he started AWS. And pretty much everyone thought Amazon was going to fail. They were essentially saying, why would you go do AWS? Why don't you just focus on your business selling products? Mm. But today, AWS revenues are some of the largest in, in the company. So the point I'm trying to make is that uh, volatility comes with this space because it is an early stage. So, so I think once we understand that, first of all, yeah. I think it really helps us to, yeah, it really helps us to sort of change our perception uh, when when we see this volatility. Rather than panic, we understand that, hey, this is what just comes with the space. Now, so going into what, you know, causes or what caused this current downturn, I, I think it's a number of things, right? Um, I mean, one thing for sure, I mean, two of the biggest things, obviously, the lunar crisis right okay. the, the the lunar crisis is one of the big issues causing that right now and the mm -hmm. second thing is the fact that believe it or not we now have wall street so when you have wall street and you have this investment firms with billions of dollars looking for an opportunity one way or another through arbitrage you know have things like this happen i mean this is like wall street looking at the everyday investors and saying if these people don't really know what they are doing it's money for them so uh, these are the two things that are playing out at the same time that's caught in this downturn. But again, like I said, this downturn is just part of the process. It, it's, uh, you know, it eaves and turns. It just comes with it. Okay, so, yeah, so I, 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 I want to ask a follow-up question on the two reasons you gave. But for first, I would want to say Absolutely. that um, a lot of people that are talking about price crash are talking about price crash from two things two main reasons the first is that um like unlike many of the key players like you that have been that have invested in this very long time ago a lot of people joined in when bitcoin became like the trend when they started seeing growth from 25 to 30 to 40 some people even bought in at 50 so for them this is a significant crash but the other thing is there were there were a lot of predictions last year that bitcoin by 2020 will get to as high as a hundred thousand usd for one bitcoin so are people wrong for believing those those um those analyst predictions or are we still ever going to get to that point okay so let's talk about uh just taking some few to our talking so i always ask people the question things first what would you buy and I think it's very important people start asking themselves, why did you buy into Bitcoin? Use Bitcoin as a case in point. Why did you buy into Bitcoin? Now, not much. Don't go back right. and do some research. The, 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 the voice is cracking yeah, again. Maybe you should food. just put up, put up the mm -hmm. video and start again. Is, is it better now? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. You can go ahead. Okay, fantastic. So I usually say to people, it's very important that we ask ourselves why are we participating market? Why did you buy? I think it's very important that for ourselves, we understand that. Uh, and the reason why I say this is that uh, you typically buy the real estate, 
if you're building to sell you, you have the mindset that hey i'm going to hold this property for three years i'm going to hold this property for five years i'm going to hold this property for 10 years no matter what so all of a sudden you buy bitcoin and you want to get rich in three days important that we first ask ourselves if you take look don't take my word for it go if you pick any five years possible Bitcoin, impossible any five years take I, I i challenge everyone listen to this go back look at it pick pick the top pick the bottom pick the middle doesn't matter pick any five years it was in money holding over a span of five years what am i trying to say early stage investments are long-term investments it is not a get rich scheme and i think it's very important so even if you bought at fifty thousand options, why is, are you are you buying it? Key to understanding the growth of any cryptocurrency assets. The key to understanding the Bitcoin is something called adoption. as adoption increases. So and, and this this goes. It's one of those. I don't know if I have enough time to start, go, go deeper, but but let's 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 go a little bit deeper. Now the key. This is economic. Yeah. yeah it's demand ahead. and supply. Now, Bitcoin is a fixed asset. It's a fixed asset. Now, the laws of economics, just like the laws of gravity, if you jump off a 30-story building, you will come down. There, there, no matter how much you pray, no matter how much you believe, you're coming down. Yeah, it's the laws of economics. Now, there's a fixed point, and the demand for these fixed assets continue to increase, but the supply does not increase. Price is forced to go up. It's the law. Just like the law of gravity so that means that as long as adoption continued to increase with assets like bitcoin it is inevitable that the price will go as investors watching not price what we should be watching is adoption now when you look at the world and see what's going on with adoption, you will see that over the past adoption has been growing at an astronomical level institutions that are now buying bitcoins to the countries now legalizing it to the, the just the overall awareness growing Think yourself if let's think about this from a logical point there's only going to be 21 million bitcoin in existence the report yesterday says there's over million millionaires in the world so that means there's not enough bitcoin for everywhere to own one they ask yourself what happens when you have people like Michael Siller with 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 uh with with his company holding billions of dollars of, of Bitcoin? What happens when a Tesla is taking billions of dollars in liquidity off? What happens when all these institutions uh, in Canada there is two ETF that that that, that they invest in Bitcoin? What happens when the adoption price has no choice? So in terms of uh, people worrying right now. I always say, hey, take a big look at the picture. Amazon today, and we appreciate Amazon today, or we appreciate um, Apple today. We have to understand this is 10, 20 years in the making. So, same way you think Bitcoin, don't think three months. It is not a quick scheme. Think five years, think 10 years. I think that that fundamental change the difference. Now, could Bitcoin reach 100,000 this year? It's absolutely possible. I personally think within the next five years, Bitcoin half a million dollars. Why? Because of the growing adoption. Mm. Mm. So I think a lot of times it's first a mindset change. It's understanding this product you're buying and understanding that adoption is the key word, not price. Price can be manipulated, adoption can't. And unlike other sources of uh, currencies or other sorts of commodities as you may that can be influenced and more liquidity can be brought on bitcoin is fixed it is going to be only 20. the world has never seen an asset this scarce before this is the most set in the world today and that makes all of the difference oh great so th thanks for for that perspective now let's go to the reasons for the crash let's start with with the terror point you mentioned um quite a lot of us don't know what terror is um the people who know terror do not really know why terror 
was responsible for the crash in prices. Can you just explain that that uh, instance to us? Okay, fantastic. So before I say this, this I think perspective hello? makes all the difference, right? So the perspective I want. Uh, hello, hello. Okay, hello. you will hold for a few seconds. Okay. Yeah, you, you can go ahead now. Fantastic. So, like I was saying, I think perspective for me uh, is, is very important. So, before we go into the let's what's going on. now in the cryptocurrency space, a lot of the projects. Apart from being early stage, experimental as well. Now, Terra is a blockchain project. Again, they focus a lot in uh, DeFi, so financial products. Now, one of the products they created is called UST, which is supposed to be an algorithmic stable coin. Why is that important? Important because number one, to a large extent, it was an. But two, there are other forms of stable coins that exist today so the typical ones people know about is usdt or usdc pegged 100 percent to one to one to the dollar the idea behind it originally and i say originally because i mean even usdt i mean there's been a lot of uh questions these days uh, about their sort of this originally the idea was that for everyone minted in, in USDT or every one dollar in the stable coin, there was one dollar bank account back in it that you could redeem at any time. Hmm. It's the original idea. Yeah. So that way it's for you to have a currency that has 100% value in terms of the United States dollars exact in the cryptocurrency world. Mm-hmm. So that's where it originally started from. But obviously, you know, human and curious, that has a lot of from that. I mean, even USDT if actually have cash i mean they've even come up and say their holdings is not 100 cash instruments now i leave that what cash like instruments that's a story for another ust on the other hand which terra they said hey rather than us backing it with us dollars this is we're all trying to get away from us dollars since we're all trying to have this uh money that we control that we hold why don't we create a currency or a, a stable currency that will be pegged by other forms of digital assets, right? There's some algorithms in there, but just, right? So they had their stable currency backed by things like Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Now, it was also backed by their own uh, cryptocurrency called Luna. Remember, Luna is a blockchain. The same way Ethereum is a blockchain. The same way, um, you know, Near is a blockchain. The same way Phantom, Avalanche, all those are simply put it allows developers to build on them so terra is a blockchain that allows developers to build applications financial based applications on them and one of the applications for example was anchor so anchor was an application built on terra that allowed users to save usd ust on and you could have earned as much as 19 percent annually well volatility free that was the idea so i don't know if that makes sense so terra yeah you know luna it helps Developers built on one of the one example is Anchor, US, that same organization. Now, just being an as it is, or as it were, um, a group of investors, I, I guess, individuals, have figured out that, hey, if we short, short essentially is short selling, or put it this way, maybe let's put it in actual English, uh, assuming. Assuming, um, what can I use now? Let's say rice. A bag of rice was 10,000 naira, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but again, rice was scarce. That's why the 10,000 naira held its value. But uh, assuming I borrowed that rice from you at 1,000 naira, and then all of a sudden there was an influx of rice, in the harvest was bountiful and there was so much rice. Then the, the rice prices drop from ten thousand to five thousand naira. At the end of the day, I don't owe you ten thousand naira rice. So I go back, so you might sell that bag of rice at ten naira. So I have ten thousand in my pocket cash. And assuming, that, you know, like I said, the harvest was plentiful, rice prices dropped. I go back to the market and I bought rice five thousand naira. Mm-hmm. Back and I return the rice back to you. I just made five thousand naira. Extra cash, yeah. 
with your boiled rice. Again, I never owed you 10,000 there. I owed you a bag of rice. Story yeah. short, that group of officers, whatever you want to call them, they built up a large position in Loop and UST. And they essentially, they started selling it. And think about it this way. And I'm, I'm, again, I'm sort of summarizing using more plain English. So, selling begot more selling. Selling creates mm -hmm. panic. So, what happens is that they start in this huge uh, uh, or in Terra blockchain. People start to panic. They start to sell. Comes more selling. The price starts to drop. Remember, these are positions that they bought. Our price starts to drop. They profit as more as long as it keeps going down. Hmm. Now it keeps going down. They are profiting, but guess what? Luna starts to panic, or, or the, the terror organization starts to panic. They say, "Hey, look, because our one-to-one -one is no longer going to hold." Because remember, UST is backed by Luna, mm -hmm. as, as as well as they start saying, "Hey, what are we going to do if the peg drops?" In think about this business of UST is one-to-one to the dollar. If that breaks, your entire model is the whole business you have. So they needed to do everything so that that peg stays so they started initially lending out that bitcoin to market makers in order to try to stay them to try to buy back these lunas and us to sit but it didn't work out i mean the other day they came actually sold billion dollars worth of, of bitcoin or everything but the thing was that they had to start selling not bitcoin no they were trying to sell to protect themselves so they could mm -hmm. buy back their assets to protect that one peg. Mm -hmm. But like you selling bigots, more selling. Obviously, there's different players in this. So players are not trying to take sides. They're trying to make money. If I see the market dropping, I'm going to stop. People are going to stop to shut the market. Institutional investors have billions of dollars are going to see an opportunity to essentially just make money. And that's what it is. It's people. People just say, hey, this is an opportunity. Let's make money. So on Terra is panicking, selling assets. But on the other hand, that's selling is in market and is dropping the price. So remember, when the supply increases and the supply exceeds the demand, price must go down. Hmm. So because of this new supply that hits the market, supply exceeded demand, price is forced to go down. Hmm. And that price going down caused more people to add more supply to the market before causing mm. the price to go back down again and mm. this will continue until equilibrium is reached and equilibrium reach went back so until a price where people start saying this is becoming ridiculous bitcoins that it's still i'm going to buy more like for example we saw El Salvador come out to say look man prices of bitcoin are so cheap we're going to new demand now hits the market so as a demand comes in until the demand equals the amount of supply coming in price will continue to and again it's just part of the space it's not unique to the stock market it's not unique to the market it happens in the stock market every day it happens frankly in every market as long as the demand and supply law is in play so i hope that helps yes yes very well i mean i've not i've not heard anyone explaining <laughs> this this uh, detailed so thanks for for the explanation yeah all right uh mr samede uh so the old volatility and drop and rise and all do you see like a change or like a stability in in this trend anytime soon no frankly it is the nature of the space now if you want safety and security go invest in government bonds and make three <laughs> percent invest in accounts and make one percent if that security keep your money in cash and let uh, inflation that's it the choice is yours. But if you want an opportunity to earn a fortune, if you want an opportunity that could potentially transform your financial situation, then you might have to start thinking of much more riskier assets. Some of the best are early stage. When we say early stage, and I and I and I have to really forget crypto. Would you have wanted to invest in Amazon when it was still private? That is the definition of early stage. Hmm. wanted to be one of the first people steve jobs came to when he was in the basement or wherever it was the garage putting together apple where we were not sure if apple was going to make it they did not have iphone then hmm. all they had was an idea an idea that could potentially change the world or an idea that could potentially 
actually go dead would you have wanted to be one of the first people that to guess what it wasn't a smooth journey it, it, it rocket ship all the way up a lot of challenges but over the next decade or so it built a trillion dollar market capitalization business that is a similar opportunity cryptocurrency assets are it is not risk-free it is an opportunity that you need to understand so the question is do you think over the next five years adoption will adopt more companies will adopt bitcoin if you think more goes will adopt bitcoin then this demand is going to increase but supply is fixed. that has to go up time so if you want an opportunity let's assume i think in the next five years bitcoin could be half a million dollars let's assume that happens 30 half a million we're looking at over 10 15 times your money that's a hundred thousand turning to a million that's a million turning to over 150 million it's not guaranteed but it is a promise but you see for that promise there's price the price to pay is volatility what do you should you do as an investor yeah what you should do in my opinion not investment advice is that you need to balance your portfolio to invest more than your lose invest amount you can look if you are panicking over you have invested too much i'm going to say that again if the price swings in bitcoin is affecting you is giving you sleepless nights you my friend have invested too much hmm. so hmm. invest on inv imagine you just said hey five percent of my forget about remember this is a three to five year play that's 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 a sound for uh, advice from someone who knows the space yep so but a, a lot of people are um not many people have the knowledge of the wall street uh not many people have financial advisors but people really want to know so i have the cash and i want to invest but i don't really know what the future holds what is the safest thing to do like if i want to go into crypto investment today or i have some extra cash i want to invest how do i how do i figure out what is going to be the next trend how do i how do i put my resources in a, in a place where i'm sure that even if i'm keeping it there for five years it's not going to it's not going to be a loss it's going to be a significant investment for me even in five years what should people do what what knowledge should they keep in their pocket as a tool to always make this investment decisions okay fantastic so remember we're going to start with a couple of things number one is not a get rich quick scheme number two there is no guarantees in fact cryptocurrency is a high volatile space now let's assume all of this and you see, say hey i have 10 percent of my income that i don't mind putting in a high risk space but with a high potential but i want to understand how to now let's go to that question mm -hmm. i think the first is to observe the changing world you see, in re related crypto, because investing is investing. The currency doesn't matter if it's private market, doesn't matter if it's public market. Investing is investing. The same rule apply. What do I mean? In 2000, if you were looking to make an investment when Corona first hit COVID, COVID-19, or in 2019, end of the year, beginning of 2000, you observe. So the key word here is observe the changing world that's the character. observe the changing world and ask yourself what companies what projects can benefit from this changing world mm. job as an investor is to align these companies and i wanted to give you a practical example early 2000s if you were observing the changing world and you said to yourself covid is here people are not allowed to interact with them most parts of the world people are getting locked in their homes um, offices are getting shut saying work from home if you observe that changing world and you ask yourself who could benefit from this it was very clear to zoom benefited from it because guess what they to communicate businesses needed zoom it was very clear to see why netflix benefited from it guess what be home in subscription people who didn't have subscription before are going to get subscription now because they're home more it's very clear to see why uh you know companies like Facebook, like apple all of those tech heavy companies that were work from home related in fact all the work from home related with some of the best in that covid 
was heavy. Hmm. There is a demand and supply. You want to go into the cryptocurrency space. Remember a couple of things. Number one, we want to invest from it. Number two, we in teams. We invest in teams. So we want to ask who are the best teams in the cryptocurrency space. Those are the things you want to look into. It's, it's very clear. If if Jesus day, I said I'm starting a new product, would you invest with him? Right? Or if or if your if your if your carpenter came today and said, Hey, look, I'm going to charge you, would you trust him to operate on you? The reason why you will not trust your carpenter to operate on you is because you understand that he doesn't the experience, he doesn't have the, the skill set, the capacity to be at that level. The reason why you will invest with Jeff Bezos in a new tech company is because you understand that as the team, the capacity of what it takes to succeed. So I'm saying take this common sense approach to invest when it comes to cryptocurrency. Don't invest in hype. Invest in team, in projects that will benefit from the changing world. For example, there's a lot of conversations about metaverse. Okay. This could potentially be the future. Who could benefit from this? It is very clear that a project Ethereum could benefit from this. Why? Look at the largest today. OpenSea. The personal transaction blockchain. This represents demand. Most projects today who are creating, most creators who are creating today are creating Ethereum as a platform. This is demand. I think the second follow-up will probably be BNB or like a Solana. Demand. So if you say, hey, the changing world metaverse don't especially if you don't know much about it don't try to pick the next especially if you don't know the teams ask yourself what infrastructure is and you realize that most of this infrastructure need a blockchain hmm. preferred blockchain today is ethereum so that means ethereum represents a risk a reward opportunity hmm. that means solana today represents a low risk high reward opportunity this is the approach do not invest in hype. It's the team. Team. Teamwork makes the dream work. Mm. Learn about team. Learn about what they're doing in the world. Mm. And invest accordingly. I hope that helps. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that indeed. Does. Indeed. That I mean that's that's yeah, very, that very fantastic. Very... Yeah, that's very, very fantastic. So yeah. Uh, the, the other the other I mean the last question I'll be asking is, and I know maybe uh, I, I'm sure you, you'll be answering it to, to favor you, but this is the last thing. So, one of the biggest challenges people have is, is technicality. Yeah, so mm -hmm. you understand um, the metaverse works on blockchain, and that might be the next big thing, but not very many people are deep with that. Some people would just rather prefer, like, the normal investment space. There are a, a couple of investment portfolio managers that I could give my resources to and say i don't know how this thing works but i know you know so i'm i'm putting my cash here you make the investment on my behalf and when the returns come I, I might be able to take my resources whenever i want to okay do we have so, that sort of arrangement for for crypto investing if yes is this something that you think is a, is a sound decision or should people just make the investment on their own whenever they have the capacity to do so. Okay, this is um, a very, very excellent question. Okay, so I think I'll take it from this approach. I believe the way is for you to deal with decentralization and cryptocurrency assets. When you look deep into it, Sorry. it's to give you control back Hello? So, sorry, somebody, can, can you start again? Can you stop the oh. video for us? So that, can you stop our own video so that the network can be faster for you? Okay, I, I mean, you were breaking off a couple of times. Just start this point. Okay. So that, yeah. Am I back up now? Yes. Fantastic. Awesome. So, for me personally, I'm going to be absolutely honest with you. I think that, and it's not just I, I believe, you look speak space and even the birth of bitcoin and the idea behind decentralization it's about you have 
over your own buying power you having control over your own uh, financial autonomy is giving you it's all about giving you financial sovereignty now giving having to take that sovereignty and giving back to somebody else even though it might be a good strategy and we'll talk yes it could be a good strategy but it almost negates the whole point so i think that the primary or the number way the best approach in my personal opinion is for you to hold your own assets for you to invest when you can invest small invest constantly and a very easy way i would say is to consider investing in the top 10 largest project or top five largest now there are top five largest can't fail look at terra and luna doesn't mean they can't fail but if you use and again this is something that vcs do right so this is what do is that hey they for example a million naira invest a million naira for example, in 10 companies they know fully well that five of them will not make it but they know also that the many four that will make it one of them will do it 10 times and all of that one they've already made all their money back the remaining two three will do maybe five times they don't need the 10 to make it they only need one or two or three they only need three kids and they will make all their money back and make a fortune at the end of the day we must learn from that approach i have found that approach to be one of the most successful approach when we look at cryptocurrency so invest a uniform amount if it's 100 naira is one there is one million naira is 10 i'm going to invest uniform amount by a broad view so i'm going to pick bitcoin ethereum solana whatever the case may be i'm going to pick maybe five or ten that represents different sectors, the biggest ones, because now I'm betting on the most successful team, body, an even amount. That way, I'm getting the same kind of um, uh, the same kind of exposure, kind of uh, what's what I'm. Wait, you're spread out over a broad, so it gives basket approach where you're not 100% in Bitcoin. You're like, oh, I have exposure to blockchains like Ethereum to uh, solana i have exposure to even everyone at a so that's that'll be one approach or just pick the top to become ethereum and just stick there mm. to me and having control over those private keys so what i mean is that don't put it in exchange and you're not just have full control and access to it that would be the primary way however if you wanted to get maybe a manager to to to, to manage your funds and there's there's centralized ways and decentralized ways centralized ways against what we're used to central authority in terms of a company doing for you it's great but there's a lot of risk in fact in like a lot of people have been scammed by doing that because remember the minute you take your crypto set to someone that person control over your own so you have to trust the team come back again you are you have to invest in the right team the right team that has shown capacity over time that would be the biggest thing not because people told you about this new program that'll give you two percent 90 percent of them are going to be scams mm. uh, has shown capacity over the years or uh, the centralized way the decentralized way consider uh, products like DAOs, right there's a lot of DAOs to decentralized autonomous organizations so these are essentially they're, they're represented by different is in DAOs, where a group of people might together to say hey we're going to create this Company, and I'm using layman's language now so everyone can understand. We're going to create this company. This crypto company is a DAO, decentralized autonomous organization, right? We're going to create it. We are all going to chip in, for example, to Ethereum. Then we have one of us manage that to Ethereum and it's going to buy assets. But we are all going to be able to see the assets. We can all track it on the blockchain. At any given point in time, we can go to Etherscan, put in the wallet. We can see all the assets that dow holds anyways there's better transparency you don't need to call the guy up you can by yourself go to the blockchain and track it so there's a few DAOs out there uh, that you can respect on that you can check on but again done to your betting on the team you you so you have to really do your research and i'm just going to say this frankly if you see any organization that tells you the oh they said every month 10 percent every month consistently it is most likely a scam because it is it, 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 it is possible to con Constantly hit those returns. Remember, this is a volatile space. No one can say I will do this 100 percent every single time. If they could 
will never come to you for the money. They will go to the big banks. They will, they will, because, I mean, they can get the money from the banks for cheap. Why would they come to you? If they are so sure they can get those numbers. Important that we have to be careful out there, right? Because there's a lot of ocean. So I hope that helps. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed, yeah, indeed, that that really makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, Thanks indeed for sharing your thoughts. Um, this has been an exciting session. A lot of uh, thoughts has been shared. Quite a lot of learnings for our listeners. So, just in summary, I'm going to take the final part of your of your point very clearly. So, let me summarize some of the things you've said. The first is that don't take um, crypto investment as a get get rich quick scheme. Um, it should be a strategic investment process. You should be looking at at least five years. Um, and you've said that if we take any period of five years in the crypto space, there has never been a time where people who invested had lost over a period of five in Bitcoin. Years. Yes, in Bitcoin. So yes, in Bitcoin over a period of five years, which is which is quite an exciting uh, point because we, I mean, it shows that people who've had it over a long time have done well. Um, and you've given advice as to people investing for themselves and by themselves as a first as a primary alternative do it by yourself make your own research make your own choices and one easy way to do that is to look at the top uh, trusted uh, instruments and invest in those uh, spread your portfolio and uh, so that you could also spread your risk which is a very good thing and You've given options of DAO, so if you want to invest with a group or you want to trust other people, there are instruments you can use. I must really say thank you for for sharing your thoughts and your time with us today. That's really been an exciting session. So guys, thanks indeed for your time. Um, Today has been an exciting one for us. Uh, We are talking about a space that is developing, like our, our guest said. Quite a lot of people have lost money. money i mean when we did that <laughs> event, um, last year quite a lot of people approached us and said uh, last year i gave four hundred thousand to somebody and uh, money is gone yeah so he's he's, re- he's repeating that point yeah, um, the purpose of of the growing trend the web three the growing trend is is individualistic yeah individualistic. so make your, research, research, so yes, uh, make your own research yes make your own research do it by yourself if possible and no financial advice <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do it by yourself it's very important yeah. um so today yeah, we've been able to have that conversation thanks indeed guys uh, our podcast happens every week we, we are always here mondays every fridays sharing our thoughts on on key issues in the space and speaking mm-hmm. with experts in that space so join us next week friday as we'll be having this conversation you may also follow us on social media we are technext technext.ng on twitter and on instagram i'm at aphorisms across yeah. all social media platform aphorisms underscore with the f um, <laughs> let's let's talk let's talk and then uh, we zero seven Agdan without look, the C. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always look like Terminator. Nah, so. <laughs> Thanks indeed, everyone. We we'll see you same time next week. Yeah. Bye for care. now. <laughs>